0: train going to Brooklyn. I'm here with Anne Versleuth, my work colleague, teammate hi. at One Manhattan Square. Say hi. Hi, guys. How's it going? We just got dumped on with rain. It was crazy. We did. It was pouring down. There are puddles. It's like, we, I think we had flood warnings. And uh, of course, the trains are delayed because of the rain. And while we were walking, I was talking about the podcast and the subject of tonight's podcast or today's podcast. And I love the analogy that Ann gave about the rain and negativity, right? What was it? Yeah, it was let the rain, let negative feelings wash away like the rain like the rain because mm-hmm. we were talking about one of the really nice things is whenever we have like that serious rainstorm in New York which we have tonight I mean yeah, it's, it's nice because it washes away like all the stuff that's accumulated and built up and that smells really bad on the trees <laughs> the garbage spots you know you know the garbage mm-hmm. spots that I'm talking about like when the garbage is sitting out and it like the bag rips so it seeps out some kind of something and it doesn't smell good baking on the sidewalk in the summertime however then the rainstorm comes in and washes everything clean and it's like it doesn't smell bad for like a day yeah, yeah. so that's the positive right mm-hmm. cleansing cleansing very cleansing and you can cleanse yourself I do those showers I'll do showers when I get home from like a stressful day Totally and I'll think, just wash away all my negative energy. And it sounds funny when you say it out loud, like I'm telling you and it's like, oh, this sounds funny, but I'm sure you've known me long enough, you know, that I do things like this. (laughs) Just let it wash off. Yeah, just wash off the negative energy. But when you just go into a shower with that intention, and set that intention for the water to wash away all the negative energy and anything you've accumulated for that day, you can come out of that shower feeling like a new person if you intend it. So that's a little subway recording for you. Uh, back to the podcast. Bye, Ann. Bye. Welcome to the Mindset to Manifestation podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a licensed associate broker living in New York City and money mindset coach for real estate agents. Every episode is packed with inspiration to empower you to dream big and make it happen. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, interviews with top real estate agents, mindset tips, shifts, and totally possible manifestation. We're all unique human beings with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. Hey guys! Okay, so yeah, there's like a crazy rainstorm in New York City right now, and it actually stopped, but wow, if you could see these clouds... It looks like, it looks amazing and it's kind of been this way all day and I just love it. I mean, I'm totally okay with the rain as long as it's not freezing cold outside. (laughs) I'm not like a, I'm definitely not like a cold weather or cold temperature lover. I do love spring, summer, and fall. Those are my, my seasons, but Today the rain has been crazy and that recording earlier with Anne, she's so cute. I love her to death. We've known each other forever. And we've we have really come full circle and we're now working on one Manhattan Square together. So it's been so great and I always admired her work ethic and I'm and you know, she's just like such a positive person and she just like instead of dealing with all the BS that people throw out and the negative talk and speak, she's really just like I don't care about that stuff. That's not really my thing. And let's go on and move on to what we can actually do. And I just love that, you know, and it's so great being around that, that kind of personality, because that's really the kind of attitude that we should all learn to adopt, you know, because we've talked on this podcast about the subconscious mind. We've talked about how it interprets messages, the way you speak, the way you talk. We've talked about vibrational frequency and how when you speak a certain way or feel a certain way, you put yourself in a certain vibrational frequency and how elevating your vibe, elevating your frequency moves you up. It upgrades you. It, it, it up levels you to a place where you can easily start to receive higher vibration things. Such as your next level life, the next level vision of your life, what you want that to be. And so today I really want to dig in and talk to you guys about negative speak and what that's really doing. And I also want to talk to you about being lost and being confused. I briefly left a little shout out to someone who reached out to me who goes by the name of Newbie. I will not give you her new name, or her new name, her real name, but newbie. Um, I just want to tell you, I know you're trying to figure out a lot of things, and I 100% understand. And here, I'll tell you a little bit why. I totally get where you are, and I totally understand where you are. Um, although our situations were a little bit different, I I certainly know what it feels like to have your family kind of have an idea of what you should be doing with your life and then kind of going against the grain and kind of doing your own thing. But I also had my own struggles and I also had my own confusion about what I was truly passionate in life. You know, what truly made me feel like, or or I should say what really, what felt like my true passion in life. Like I took tests to try to figure out my passion. Um, This was before I got into coaching a few years back, but there was this point where I lost my job twice during the recession and I was really confused. I, I started bartending in the West Village to pay my really expensive New York City rent. And I was living alone. So it was like that paying those bills that was all on me. So I had to find work. And I bartended when I was in college and college that I worked, but myself, you know, through college and I also bartended then. So I'm like, okay, you know what? This is what we got to do to pay the bills because I don't have anybody else paying my bills. I didn't come, you know, I don't come from a wealthy family. I had no one helping me financially. So I bartended. And during that time I ended up bartending for a few more years than I actually anticipated. It was really supposed to be like a year or so while things kind of bounced back in the art world and I could then find a job in an art gallery again, which long story short, never happened, but I was really lost and confused for a while there. And I also felt a little lost and confused about, you know, going to school, you know, I went back to school to get my degree in art and feeling confused, you know, because I was having mixed feelings about what I studied and, um, following through, like continuing that path. Like, did I really want to pursue being an artist? Did I really want to pursue being a gallerist? did I really want to pursue those things? Was I truly passionate about that kind of thing to really stick with it and go continue to do this for years upon years? You know, if it took that to finally, you know, have my big break, you know, in art. And so I wasn't feeling that way anymore. And I was really feeling like, confused and, and like unsure of the direction I wanted to go. I I didn't want to go back to get like another degree or get a master's degree because I already had student loan debt and, uh, I didn't want to rack up anymore. And, uh, I just, you know, I felt like the clock was ticking and I was feeling that pressure of age, you know, at the time I was, I look back, you're like, geez, that was like 12 years ago. I was so much younger, you know, but at the time you feel like, oh, I'm getting so old. I should have my crap together by now, you know? And so we're, you know, comparing ourselves to other people and, and, and trying to figure out, what it is we should be doing and what is wrong with us that we can't figure out what our passion is and what is wrong with this? You know, I want to start a business. I want to do this. I want to do that, but how do I do it? How do I, how do I do it when I don't even know that I'm, what I'm really passionate about? So you start kind of grasping for opportunities and grasping kind of at straws, you know, just trying to find some direction to move. Well, maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do this. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, I so did that. I went from before I got the coaching certification, I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll help people, you know, maybe I'll help. Uh, oh, I even talked about like launching a magazine with a photographer I knew. And I, you know, I explored um maybe I wanted to become a stylist, you know, so I explored that, you know, I explored maybe helping people redesign their home, you know, organize their home, create a better, you know, I was always really into aesthetics. So it, I, I was searching in that area, like what, what inspires me? Like what, what, am, what am I inspired by? And I was really kind of going through like trying on different, like trying on different shoes, trying to find that perfect pair, you know, that I would wear. For the next whatever until the next thing came along that I wanted to do, and I truly have been this kind of person in life. Um, those of you that know me personally know that, you know, I was in my early thirties. I moved to New York City and changed my life up, you know. And this wasn't the first time. I, you know, when I was younger, I lived moved to Baltimore. I transferred for a job, so I wasn't opposed to like changing up my life and trying something new. And I already, you know, my life kind of prepared me for that. I was always changing schools. Um, Things were always happening. You know, there were so many events that happened in my life that were really tough situations to, to get through. And so, you know, like deaths in the family and some very sudden and some very tragic and, you know, just these fears and things like that, you know, these, these worries and the feelings of abandonment and feelings of insecurity and feelings of not having stability. So I guess all of that made me a little more open to stepping into the unknown. Doesn't mean that it was easy for me, but I think I already exercised that muscle so much that it was almost like, well, whatever happens, it'll if it's more of the same, then it's more of the same, right? So if it, if it fails, well, that won't be the first time. So, you know, there's enough things that I've tried that didn't go anywhere. So I guess like all that trying to find my way when I was younger and then as an adult coming back through this same experience again, because everything circles back, right? Everything kind of returns back to you to re-experience again, just when you think you have it all figured out. (laughs) it's like let's try this again let's do this I forget what I said in the last podcast but it's like you know it's like the universe will bring that test back around to you but just like the test there's also those points where you suddenly feel maybe a loss of passion for whatever it is you're doing or confusion or uncertainty for what is your next chapter So going back to, I, I did all these tests, you know, trying to figure out what my passion was. I tried on all these different shoes, so to speak, to figure out what it was, you know, that I was really passionate about. And I kept getting like somewhat like a tiny bit of like momentum. And then it was like, no, this doesn't feel right. So I would stop and then I'd try to move in another direction. And then I got coaching certification. So that started feeling right because one of the things that I've truly been passionate about my whole life was self-improvement. And for me, I always love the story of the underdog. I love the story of the girl who was like really awkward in school and she goes through some kind of transformation. You know, I love that story because that's always how I felt. I felt like the poor, not so smart, not so cute girl in school who, um, was just waiting for some, something to push me to step up and evolve or get to my next level. And I was always looking for that. And it was never about someone else coming in and rescuing me and making me that new person. It was like me always looking within myself and trying to figure out how can I, how can I be better? So when I got into coaching, it it felt really good because I really wanted to help. I already worked so hard and so, you know, doing so many things and and up up leveling my life over and over again. And I didn't even realize what I was doing, really. It was just like I would have an idea in my mind and then I'd strive for that. And sometimes it wasn't the right direction, but it would still get me, it would advance me a little bit further every time. It wasn't until I got into the understanding of the subconscious mind you know, this reprogramming, changing your blueprint, changing your belief system about what it is you deserve, that things really started moving forward for me rapidly. So I'm sure you guys probably all had some experiences where you managed to kind of like luck out as they say, but it's really not luck at all, is it? It's really like accumulation of efforts, you know, and then finally there's a point when you kind of like realize your power and then you just take that quantum leap. And so when I got into coaching, that's when things really started coming together. And then when I got into real estate and I was able to apply the same stuff to other that I was applying to other, you know, or helping other people apply in their lives, I was really able to apply that in my life, but on a, on a bigger scale, not just on a coaching personal level scale, like a coaching business scale, or just my personal life scale but really like taking business you know an understanding of business and developing that mindset that i didn't even know i had and that feeling of deserving and and really just that feeling of like i'm capable of doing this if i really want to do it if i understand and kind of finding what my true passion was and that was that is what i'm doing right now it's it's speaking to you and helping inspire and motivate you to empower yourself, to realize the power you actually have within you to do what it is you're most passionate about and to excel in advance and and just do so well at it. That's what I'm really passionate about. And when I talk about this and, and coach real estate agents and talk about this in relation to real estate, that's that's the medium that's that's not your abundance the abundance is just an is, is it doesn't matter what industry you're in you know mindset to manifestation manifesting abundance in your life that could be that's just naturally the flow that is available to you the money that is available to you once you start working with these new this new blueprint this new way of thinking and this new sense of worthiness the real estate though, that is almost like the modality. That's how you get there. That's like the vessel. That's like the thing that brings you the money. The money's coming to you anyway, in any, in any possible way, as soon as you align yourself with it. But with me, the thing I love so much about real estate and sales and anything you do that really puts it on you, puts it on you to be accountable and show up and be your best and puts it on you to make money like with your own mind and your own skills and your own abilities like these kind of commission-based jobs or entrepreneur you know having your own business or coaching or whatever it is you're doing you know the thing that I really love about and this is the same for any industry that you're in you know where you're self-employed or you're working on commission Um, but specific to sales that I really love is that this industry really challenges you. It challenges you because or I can't talk, it challenges you because, you know, this is you're working around people that all kinds of people. (laughs) There are no there are real estate ethics courses. I almost said there were no real estate ethics courses, but there are in your certain affiliations like Rebney in New York and Realtors, you know, elsewhere they require you to go to ethics courses and things like that but in all honesty you are an independent contractor working for yourself so yes you should abide by these sort of regulations and things like that but no one's going to tell you that you have to uh, be nice in your transactions with other brokers. No one's going to tell you that you can't yell at someone that you're working with in a transaction. You're all independent contractors. Now, I don't think you should treat anybody like that. I think you should always try to collaborate and make a deal happen. Uh, but you are it's a mixed bag, this industry. And there are people from all walks of life working in real estate. And you don't know who you're going to get and you don't know your, who you're going to work with. It could be you know, you're working with the public, it could be anyone. But the, the point I'm trying to get at is this industry, there are people with crazy egos. There are people that are super nice and very leadership based type. Um, but there are people that are not, you know, they're on their journey. They got to figure stuff out because they're clearly not leaders and they're almost kind of like bullies And they're, they're very entitled and they're not so nice to people and they feel like people are beneath them. And it's almost like mean girls or something, but it's not just girls, it's guys too. And the thing that this will do is it almost, it's almost like back in high school, you know, it's almost like you have to work through your feeling of deserving. You have to work through any, any insecurities you have, um, any, challenges you have when it comes to saying, you know, finding your voice and speaking up, you know, standing your ground, being confident, carrying yourself in a confident way. Like this industry will challenge you to really be authentic in it because the people that fake it till they make it, it, well, you've heard me talk about that. That does not work. Never going to be able to fake it till you make it because I'm sorry, but I can smell it when you're faking it. never going to work you're never going to fool me the fake it till you make it and you're not fooling anybody else and you anyone who's privy to um any psychology 101 can understand that you're just insecure and you're you're trying to hide your insecurity by trying to dominate other people and control a situation that's not a collaborative attitude people who are truly Confident in themselves, they don't judge other people and try to measure them up and make them feel bad about who they are. To try to be more dominant in a situation, to try to gain the upper hand, people that are confident, like truly confident and feeling, you know, they feel deserving and they know what they're doing. They they treat people in a much more respectful way. Granted, it's business, so maybe, you know, their patients are tried. I'm not really sure in some situations, but a truly confident person, a truly, you know, like authentic person doesn't, someone with truly authentic confidence, I should say, does not feel the need to make someone else feel bad about themselves because you just don't do that when you're confident. You know, you don't need to make other people feel bad in order to elevate yourself. Okay. So, that's that part of the podcast. The other part of the podcast is negative speak, guys. The negative talking about other people, you don't even realize what you're doing. And maybe, maybe you do. Maybe if you give yourself a minute to really, really absorb what I'm saying here, you will understand that talking negatively about someone else or something or a situation be careful with that. I've been really, really super careful the last um, month. Now, I do not like to speak negatively about people and situations, but sometimes it happens where I'll, f- I'll think it, you know, and that's when I catch myself. And that's where becoming the observer again is really important. Observe your feelings. If you feel negative towards someone, ask yourself, where is this negativity coming from? Is there something I'm not really facing in the situation, or is there something that I really want or need that I'm not really allowing myself the time or the care or the attention? And is that why I'm feeling negative to this person because this person has given it to themselves? Or am I not finding my voice in a situation and so I feel like I have to be like... Negative and gossip about somebody else. The reality is, when you do that, you are blocking yourself from receiving. And here's why. So, you think you can go and manifest all this great stuff, yet you want to talk bad about people and you want to speak negatively about situations and things like that. Your subconscious mind does not know if you are speaking negatively about you, another person or a situation. Your subconscious mind can't differentiate that. Your subconscious mind just knows that you are in a negative vibration. You're having negative speak. So you're vibrating in a lower frequency, a negative frequency. So, what is it going to do? It's going to send out that vibration. It's going to match you up with opportunities, people, places, things, et cetera, that are in that same vibration. How can you manifest dream clients? How can you manifest dream listings? how can you manifest more money than you've ever thought was possible for you and feel 100% deserving of it? And the deserving is the magnet that attracts that, guys. Deserving, feeling deserving of something will magnetize you to whatever you want, like like bees to honey. (laughs) It is so incredibly powerful, but how are you going to be in a vibration of deserving, you know, deserving equates or equates, opens you up to allowing. How are you going to be in that if you're in negative speak? Because that is a different frequency. You can't listen to country music on a classic rock station. You get it? Are you understanding where I'm coming from here? So if you're in negative speak, you're in classic rock, not saying that classic rock is negative because I actually do really like classic rock, but I'm just giving you an example. So let's say you're in negative speak and let's just say negative speak is classic rock. There's no way you're going to get a contemporary country music song. And let's say that is allowing and deserving. And that's the money you're trying to vibrate with. And that's the new job or the new client or the big bonus or whatever it is you want, you know, Um, the dream beach house, etc. etc. All that big next level stuff is on in the country music frequency or the country music channel or the higher vibration. Okay, there's no way you're gonna be able to tune into that channel if you're stuck in the classic rock channel or on the classic rock channel, just not freaking possible this is a frequency this is a it's going out over the you know the airwaves you know and in your talk and your vibration your aura the energy that you are projecting out there comes from and that's um it doesn't come from but it's it is shaped by shaped by is not the right word either It is um, formed through the words and the thoughts that you are saying and thinking because that shapes your feelings, that that manipulates your feelings and your feelings manipulate your frequency and your frequency manipulates your vibration and you end up on a classic rock station when you're really trying to get over to the country music station. So I hope my analogy is making sense to you, but I like to try to paint this in a clear picture because I'm a visual person. If you could just lay it out in a visual way, just a really clear way, then it's like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm doing. This is what I need to do. Boom, 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 easiest pie. And that is exactly it. The stuff that we talk about on this podcast is not complicated. It is not difficult. It just requires you to be consistently aware and to consistently correct. And when I say correct, I mean, make that shift in whatever it is you're doing to get you to where it is you want to be, okay? So, the negative speak, the negative talk, all the things that you're saying that are negative, if you catch yourself kind of going in that or kind of complaining a little bit about the heat, which I was doing, but then I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm complaining about the heat. Well, you know what? I'd rather have it hot than cold." So, thank you for it being summer. You know, thank you for the heat. Thank you for the sunshine. You know, I love it. It feels great. You know, it's like you just realize you're human, it's going to happen, you're training yourself, you're learning, don't be so hard on yourself because that's a negative vibration, okay, just have a little fun with it, be a little goofy, be a little silly. Um, the silliness and the goofiness with yourself, that is, that's like the... The miracle grow of your manifestation. Okay, so we're talking like you've got, uh, you've got elevating yourself to that next level, right? And when you feel deserving, and and you when you feel deserving, then you're op- you open yourself up to allow, and that like magnetizes like bees on honey, right? Magnetizes you to what you want. Well, the miracle grow is is when you learn to have fun and be a little goofy with yourself because that leads to laughter, and laughter is such an attractive energy to good things in life. Think about how much you could laugh how many funny things you can do. I watch like cute little funny animal videos. I mean, look, I'm, these are my secrets I'm sharing with you and they work. When I'm not in a good place, it's like, okay, time to watch a cute YouTube compilation of funny baby animals or cute baby animals or funny, you know, bloopers or something, you know, just, or a up. Come, oh my God! Between two ferns, Zach Galifianakis. Like that one used to make me laugh so much that I felt like I was gonna pee my pants. So, but listen, that laughter—that is a vibration of fun and amusement and joy—and that super high vibe. And like, that's the life I want to magnetize. I want to magnetize fun and joy and laughter and that feeling of freedom right and that feeling of like life is so great you know and so anything that puts me in that feeling or that vibration that's what you need to you need to play with you need to get into that and you need to feel that wow i feel like this is a really long podcast and i feel like i could talk so much more about this, and I probably will talk so much more about this. But newbie, if you are listening, which I hope you've been listening to the new podcast, I know you were starting with the old ones first and coming up, but maybe I'll send you this link in the email. But listen, I think first of all, before you do anything, before you try to make the life changes and figure out your business and everything, I think you need to work on the things you're thinking about your life, about who you are, you know, and figuring out, are you speaking negatively? Are you? Cause like when I'm reading this, I'm not hearing you speak so well about yourself. And it sounds like maybe you need to start there too. And maybe you need to start like caring and loving yourself a little bit more. And maybe you need to start like having a little bit more fun with your thoughts and the way you talk to yourself. And maybe you need to start working on that feeling of deserving and start getting yourself in a A more positive frequency. Start moving your way over to that country music station. You see what I mean? Like maybe it's not all the way there yet, but let's move yourself a little bit closer on the dial to that station. You know, maybe from classic rock, you're now moving over to '80s uh, pop or '90s, you know, whatever. I don't know, club hits, you know, or (laughs) singer songwriter. Some, you know, you're moving to something else that is like slightly higher up, higher vibration. I want you to start working on, you know what I'd like for you to do? I'd like for you to take this exercise of writing about things that you like about yourself. I want you to write 10 things that you really like about yourself. You should be able to come up with 10 things, and if you struggle with it, that means you need to dig a little bit deeper, or maybe you need to start looking at even just the simple things that you like about yourself. like. For example, let's see, a simple thing that I like about myself. Okay, one of the things that I like about myself that that's really a very simple thing is that if ever I try to take a picture of myself <laughs> um, and I have to smile or if someone's taking a picture of me and I'm trying to smile, I will actually kind of laugh. Like I'll be like, <laughs> like that. It sounds better than that. It sounds more real. But I'll actually kind of make myself laugh and I'll do that because that will give me more of like an authentic smile. So that wasn't the best example, but that's I like that about myself because I've learned that I don't want to have a fake smile in my picture. So I'll just figure out some way to make myself like find some joy and laughter in the situation. So that way I could just kind of laugh. But it's kind of weird. Like if you were to watch me getting my picture taken, like when we did that photo shoot, I was like, huh, 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 huh? You know, like with each picture. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I just shared that. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful week. Wow, I look forward to hearing more thoughts please leave me a review. Please leave a comment. Like if you have questions and stuff like that, I don't always get to my email. You know, it's, it's just me right now. And it's, you know, just the way I like it. Cause I like to keep it small, Um, but I don't always see my email messages right away. I love that you are emailing me things and I've been getting a lot more and I love that you're sending me things on Instagram, but I, but also I don't always see those right away because, you know, Instagram won't let it come immediately through. I have to consciously check those, which I love that you're doing all that. Please do that. But also, you know, please leave me a comment. And if you've got questions, leave comments of those um, screen grab it, send it to me in an email, whatever, tag me on Instagram. What I'm trying to say is just make yourself a little more visible to me. And I'm happy to address questions and concerns and things like that that you have. I mean, this podcast is for you guys. So let me know how things are going. Keep in contact with me. Let me know how I can help you through this podcast. I'm here for you. You don't have to do this alone. I'm always here to cheer you on. You have you have me and I have I have your back in in however way I can possibly do that through the podcast. But you know what? I'm here. I'm your cheerleader. Okay, guys. Have a great week. Mm-hmm. Sending you so much love from New York. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all and I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Also be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindsets Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City.